0: All right, Mark chapter one. This is going to be one of the uh, foundational scriptures for this study. We read it Sunday morning, Sunday night, and we're reading it again tonight. And I would, if I title this right now, we'll see what it gets titled, but I would call it The Person of the Gospel. The Person of the Gospel. In Mark's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 1, it starts off the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ. The Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of a skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, there cometh one mightier than... Mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I have indeed baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in the Jordan, and straightway coming. Up out of the water, he saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, Thou art my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. What I want to point out here is this little phrase, Jesus came. Just want to point that out. Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee. Now, I want you to keep that in your mind. He showed up on the scene. In Hebrews chapter 9, started verse 24. says, for Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this to judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear a second time without sin unto salvation. I want to make a few comments here. And again, I want to point out Once in the end of the world, he appeared. It's like in Mark 1, Jesus came. Hebrews 9, he appeared. And here in Hebrews 9, in Mark 1 as well, the purpose, going back to Mark 1, is John said there's one greater than I whose shoes I'm unworthy to loosen. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. And Jesus appeared. Jesus came to where John was baptizing. Here in Hebrews 9, it says, He appeared at the end of the world
1: to put away sin. Put it away. By the sacrifice of himself.
0: And I really want that to jump out at you that he appeared. He came. There was no putting away sin until he came. But I also want you to understand this word end of the world is really end of the age. If you look up the definition of the words in Hebrews 9, the words world here, I believe you'll find that there's two different words in this set of scripture we're reading. And I'm going to make sure I'm telling you right. But Hebrews 9 tells us he appeared at the end of the world, and that is a Greek word that... Aeon, and I'm probably not saying it correct, but anyway, Aeon, and that means an age, a period of time, a messianic period of time, an age, of course. So, so you have an age. At the end of the age, he appeared. The age really couldn't end until he appeared. The age would still be going on if he hadn't appeared. And the word world right before it, for them must he have offered him, often have suffered since the foundation of the world. That word world is a word called, that's orderly arrangement, and the Greek word is cosmos. It's the arrangement. And you could say the orderly arrangement of that age was sin and death, which came about through Adam's transgression, which was made known through the law of Moses. But to come out of sin and death, Jesus had to come. There was no coming out
1: till he come. There was no end of the age until he come. The age would still go, like I said, had
0: he not showed up. We would still be in the
1: age of the law and prophets. We'd still be under the administration of the law had Jesus not come, but he come to put away sin, he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. I uh, want to take my time because there's, there's several
0: things I want to bring out here. I made a note here. Jesus is the answer
1: to the age. So the answer to that age is found in Christ. Without him, that age, like I've said,
0: is still in existence. To a lot of believers, they mix the law and the prophets and Christ. And truthfully, somewhere we have to come to an understanding that he is the fulfillment. He came. So when he come, the age of sin and death
1: had been fulfilled. The atonement for sin and death had come. The person who had been declared through the prophets was present. And he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice
0: of himself now the fact that he's the end of the age how is that the answer to our hearts okay because we have kind of two issues here we could say we have more than two but but with us right here we
1: have two big issues one is the fulfillment of the time. And the other, the application to our heart.
0: So some people look at this scripture and they'll say, well, see, Jesus died for every man. And he did. Therefore, every man is saved. That's what some people will say. But he himself, has to be applied to our heart to be saved. Just like he had to come into the age. So he has to come into the heart. The reality of him, and we've used this scripture many times, is through the Holy Spirit taking of him and showing him unto you. That's how he is made real, and that's the answer to your heart. That's the answer to the heart that is trapped in the sin conscious. There's a big issue in Christianity today. The issue for a lot of Christians is they are trapped in the conscious of sin. They live in an awareness of sin. They're always fighting sin. Jesus is the answer to that. Hebrews 9 says, He come, He appeared at the end of the age to put away sin
1: by the sacrifice of Himself. Now, Back to the heart is that real or known in our heart, the putting away of sin, that he
0: took it away, that he took it upon himself and put it away. Not saying we never mess up. But I'm saying the answer, the conscious reality of sin, see, we we either live, I believe, in the conscious reality of sin
1: or the consciousness of Christ pertaining to sin, that is. And if I live in the conscious of sin, even though I'm saved, that means I'm always
0: spending my time fighting against sin. If I come to the consciousness of Christ,
1: I'm beginning to realize the victory that is in Jesus Christ, which is much better than continually wrestling in my mind with sin. Okay, so we're going to
0: go on down through here. I won't get past this one verse of Scripture, and I have several verses of Scripture. But the age is completed in a person. Just to, not to get off into this today, I'm sure we're going to get off into this in this study, but just put it out here. In Matthew 5, 17 says, Jesus says, Think not, but whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Here here again, he's come. I am come. Get a hold of this. He showed up with John. Here he is. Behold the Lamb of God. He shows up. He appeared to put away sin. I am come to fulfill the law. Not come to destroy the law or prophets, but to fulfill them. Now flip over to Galatians 4. It says, Galatians 4, verse 1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, now what time became full? Same thing we're talking about above. The age of the law and the prophets. When it became full, when it was <laughs> had filled up, they only have one more thing to happen in it, and that was Jesus had to come. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more servant but a son,
1: and then and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Get
0: a hold of this, folks. We are no longer a slave, but a son. We're not under the law, but in Christ. He was made under the law, the scripture says. To the purpose of redeeming us from under the law, that means authority of the law, to Christ. So I've moved from the authority of the law to Christ through the work of Christ. Now, I wrote a note down here, and I'm going to throw out the note. And like I said, the coming weeks, we're probably going to look at it. The time was full, as prophesied by the prophets, by Daniel. God gave a measurement of the time in the book of Daniel. The time of the age had come. Seventy weeks were determined upon thy people to anoint the most holy. And, And I got news for people Jesus is the holiest of all. So when he walked in, the synagogue in
1: Luke 4 and says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He hath anointed me to preach the gospel. I would believe the most holy was anointed. That's what I would believe. Because the time was speaking of him.
0: He was the answer to Jerusalem. He was the answer to the prophets. I've not come to destroy them, but I've come to fulfill them. And so when he come, Paul said he redeemed us from under the law. No longer to be under the
1: law. No longer to try to live right according to the law but to comprehend
0: our salvation in the person of Jesus Christ. Now, that's what the change is. We talked about this Sunday night an exchange. We're comprehending
1: our salvation in Jesus Christ. Because he saved us. According to the writer of Hebrews, to the uttermost. That's pretty good saving to the uttermost.
0: Now, the issue with my heart is comprehending that. One of the, I think one of the keys to that is... (laughs) What Paul writes in Colossians, and also what the writer of Hebrews writes, Paul says, Set your affections on things above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. So if I look at the victory won in Christ, or Hebrews says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, which to me is the same thing or similar, because I'm looking at what he has done.
1: Not looking at my ability anymore. I'm looking at what he's done. I'm comprehending, apprehending what Jesus has done. Now, Do you say then that
0: I'm giving you permission to sin? I'm just like Paul. God forbid.
1: Because when I comprehend what he's done, you're dead. He that is dead is freed from sin. So if I can comprehend
0: Christ, and by the Spirit we can. Again, we can't even comprehend him by our own ability. And we've looked at that for a number of times that man, by his own ability, can't even know the things of God, can't understand the things of God. But God has given us his spirit that we might freely know them. And the things of God are contained in the person of Jesus Christ. And the person of Jesus Christ, like Sister Ruby said other night, is contained in us. So the things of God are contained in us because the person of Jesus Christ is contained in us. So what the
1: eyes of the heart have to do is look unto Jesus. See, this is the answer to the heart. I told you he was the answer to the age.
0: Did I not? The age, the answer to the age was the Lord Jesus Christ. He come at the end of the age to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. So he took away the whole sacrificial system. Didn't need it anymore. <laughs> Why didn't they need it anymore? Because it was finished. It was complete. It was done. Everything it declared had been fulfilled in the person of Jesus Christ. So you and
1: I come to him. To find our fulfillment, our completion, our salvation. All right. So he's redeemed us from the law to himself. So I'm not trying to live under God by the law. I'm
0: living under God through the faith that we've been talking about, through the
1: comprehension of Jesus Christ. That's how I'm living under God. And the Spirit is causing me to comprehend that. He's empowering us to do that. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. It's His desire to give us the kingdom.
0: So why would He not empower us to comprehend Jesus Christ? He would. Well, let's go on down here. I've got a few more scriptures and I got to watch the time. But John 10 says, verse 10 the thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Here again, I am come.
1: I love that. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Unless he came, there's no life. Otherwise, we were held under the law. Why
0: were we held under the law? Because the ages were framed by the word of God. That's in the book of Hebrews, the ages. It says the worlds were framed by the word of God, the ages. God said in the old. God spake in the old. The rhema of God
1: came. And he spoke through Moses the law. Or spoke to Moses the law. And spoke through the prophets. So all of that existed because that was God speaking until Christ
0: came. At the end of those days, Hebrews 1 says, He has spoken unto us by His Son, hath in the last days hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son see this is where the covenant changed it's when the son came a new covenant
1: in his blood so if we can hear this god spake to moses He declared the law. Every man and woman, even though they weren't a Jew, was subject to the speaking of God. According to Paul's writings in Romans, the law found every man guilty. Only the Son can declare you righteous. So Jesus is the answer to the law. He himself declares you and I right with God. That's it. He himself does.
0: But now look at with me at Galatians 3. Galatians 3 says, I want you to go back and read 16 to the end, but for time's sake tonight, we'll start at verse 22. It says, but the scripture have concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up, Unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. So till faith came, we were shut up, kept under the law. Kept there. How were we kept there? By the word of God. Go to Hebrews 11.3. I quoted this while well ago, Hebrews 11 3. Through faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. I probably taught this many times as the physical world, but that's not the word here. It's the ages were framed by the word of God. So God framed the age of the law and prophets
1: through his word. Okay.
0: So that age was framed. And everything was subject to God's word. If you wanted to be in relationship with God, In that age, if you
1: were a Gentile, you had to come over and join the Jews, become circumcised, and walk with God. That was framed. That was set in stone, folks, till Jesus
0: came. (laughs) Till faith came. When did faith come? When Jesus came and said, whosoever believeth on me, now he opened another door. You know, and we've been talking about this for some time. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No longer was that old system the way, the truth, and the life.
1: It had served its purpose. Its time was fulfilled the person it spoke of had come.
0: See, see that system spoke, folks. The, the temple, the candlesticks, the lighting of the lamps, the sacrifices and offering, all that was speaking. Till the seed came, till the person came, that it was speaking of. And what the... Jews, many of the Jews would not do is let that system go. They wanted to stay in that system. I'm afraid a lot of the church wants to stay in that system. But Jesus was the fulfillment of that system. He was the stone the builders rejected, the chief cornerstone of the house of God, laid in Zion. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Destroy this temple three days. I will raise it again. No longer were they going to
1: be worshiping God in that temple in Jerusalem. Because God had moved houses. He had moved to his divine purpose. And his
0: divine purpose was always in the Lord Jesus Christ. It was that that old covenant spoke of him. Look look at look at this. Close. Ages were framed by the reign of God. What God said. God said through Moses and the prophets that framed the age, and the condition of the age was according to the man of the age who was. Adam. Man could not come from that age until Christ came. Now we have to know, be persuaded by faith in our hearts, that Christ fulfilled the law. Our age is framed, the age of Christ, is framed by his speaking in our heart. He's speaking when he's revealed. That's him speaking in us. He spoke at the end of that age. He came under the law. We read that in Galatians. He come under the law, made of a woman, made under the law, and when he came of age, when he was anointed of God, what did he do? He began to speak. He began to declare. What did he declare? Well, what what are the things that he declared that we're familiar with?
1: Whosoever believeth on me. Okay. Now, had Jesus declared that
0: and not raised from the dead, that would not be in force. But see, when he went to the cross. And was vindicated of God and was raised from the dead, set at the right hand of God. That's what all that means. He was set at the right
1: hand of God. Now the words he spake are the words of authority.
0: He was declaring Rhema of God upon the earth when he said that they may be one as we are one. How's that done? By his spirit. By his spirit revealing him in us. By his spirit uniting the body of Christ.
1: But see, that's in force. That's in force because the Lord said it.
0: The Lord released it on the earth. He framed this age. Age that we're living in, the new covenant age. No longer shall they worship in Jerusalem or this mountain Samaria, but they shall
1: worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Who framed that? Jesus did.
0: The mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the last days. Who was establishing it? Jesus was. That's what he was speaking of was Isaiah's prophecy, the mountain of the Lord's house being established and all nations flowing unto it. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. That's what has been released in the earth. The voice of Christ. Not only was it released in Jerusalem, it's now revealed in our hearts when he's revealed. That's what we're hearing is the voice of the Son of God when Christ is revealed.
1: The voice that shook the world, shook up Jerusalem. See, it shakes up everything within us when we begin to hear it. Removes it. Burns it up. You go on and on about
0: what this voice does, the power of this voice. Changes your mind, changes your speech. Glory to the Lamb of God. The power of Jesus Christ, our
1: Lord. A new creation. A new heaven, a new earth. For Christ is king. Well,
0: I'll probably have to go through some of this again in the uh, next lesson I present. But this will be a good place to stop and chew on. let me be clear with something, and I'm stopping. So, they were kept under, like we read in Galatians 3, shut up till faith was revealed. Through faith, we understand the world's refrained by the word of God. So we understand through faith, the worlds were framed.
1: So when God speaking came in Christ, we're no longer
0: under that. Listen. God declared
1: by the prophets that he was going to do a new thing upon the earth. that he was going to cause streams to flow in the desert, rivers of
0: water to flow. All of that was speaking of the person of Jesus Christ.
1: He was the quick work. He was the new work. that was going to spring up. He was going to spring up into life. So when
0: he came and began to speak, see, he
1: was framing the age we're in.
0: And everything he said, I believe, folks, is is actually in his person not just like words that go out in the air. You know, John calls him the word, the logos, the thought of God, the mind of God, the person of God, the expression of God. So everything God had to say, he says it in a person. Now, the person came and spoke. But now how that's speaking in you and I, how, that, how that's realized in you and I, is the person that spoke is revealed. So as he's revealed, we realize, we understand. When I use, I use the word realization, we understand or we know we're the
1: righteousness of God in Christ. Because we're knowing him. We're knowing him. We know we've passed from death into life
0: because we're knowing him because he's the life. Yes, folks, we know this
1: because he's given us the ability. He's put his spirit in us that we might know the things of God. Well, I will stop this time.